0: FC Radio. FC and Music United.
1: Welcome everyone to the first in our special pre-season editions of this club is my club and you join us here on Saturday, the first pre pre-season Saturday of the season at Broadhurst Park in North Manchester as FC United take on our old friends Barrow. Barrow Barrow Barrow, Barrow, Barrow. Barrow apologise and uh, joining us for a little pre match chat. He's already spoken just then to correct me. The first <laughs> correction hey. of, the, of the brand new season. It's a big welcome back to Woods. Hello. Good afternoon. Did you have a good summer? Very good, thank you. Yeah. Yes. It's actually only been, what, three weeks? I feel like I've still, I
2: feel like I'm still stood at that stadium trying to get into it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the Something hour and a half it took to get some, in, yeah. Some people are. Yeah, yeah I think um, they
1: are. Just before we get into this season and what we're expecting, I mean, that was a remarkable send off for some players to say, Thank you for playing for FC United. I'll talk about Michael Potts and Adam well, Dodd and, and Dan Lavick and Mainland. Yes.
2: You've also got a possibility that if no English team draws a Milan team in the Champions League in the next season or so... That could be the last Matt Van team. White could be the last Englishman to ever score in that stadium. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, absolutely. It was a great trip. It was really, really good. I, I feel like, because nobody's going to be listening in Denmark, I, I know. I feel like... You know that meme from the Damned United. Get all your pots and all your pans and yeah. put them in the bin. I don't, they didn't cheat, did they? Well, the linesman, the referee—they—they made, they made a very bad, a very bad faux par. Oh. And also the fact that they, the Danes were halfway through their
1: season—that's cheating. <laughs> it's not cheating. It's just where it is. It's calendars. I mean, but that was the thing. Yeah, we <laughs> said in the build-up to it in our, you know, in our end-of-season review last yeah. year that the competition had gone up a, a Absolutely. notch. Absolutely, and one of those notches was scold. And so, I'm looking congratulations at to them.
2: I'm, well, we, we said that probably should. Well, I think we said on that we probably should be the final. Well, yeah, it's just the
1: way the draw up. And yeah, it. uh,
2: it's moving up. It's 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 gathering yeah. momentum. So it but was so. a good, it was a good weekend. Like you say, fantastic send-off to be in that stadium again and watch these non-league lads playing. Game in there is remarkable just bizarre, oh, so but yeah, so, so
1: absolutely. Uh, but it's uh, it's back to back, the bread oh, and back, butter, back to it now, absolutely it were, against Barrow this afternoon. First pre season, uh, friendly of the of the summer, Saturday, the July the 8th. It's scholars listening in in the future. Um, there's been some departures. We mentioned Maggie yeah. Potts, mentioned Adam Dodd, we mentioned Dan Lavicker. Yeah, what servants have they been to the club? Absolutely, in all fairness? Dan, probably. I mean, we we had a bit of a a debate,
2: didn't we, over, over Player of the Year? And uh, we won in the end by making sure that he won it, because y- you were up for that.
1: Um, I'm not joking, listener, it took two <laughs> minutes. He's making out, like his <laughs> this big deliberation. Oh, it I had I, I to delay my tea. I had, I had the, the nerve to bring up another player, and I got shouted down <laughs> <I> instantly. So <laughs> I, I just, that's how it works. I put my tea back <laughs> in the
2: microwave afterwards. It was that cold. Go on then. Um, I've always said, um, when we did the uh, retrospectives in the past, we've, 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 we've commonly agreed that Dave Carnell... At that point, was the best goalkeeper FC United we, we we discussed that in the past. He's Hello, Sam Ashton,
3: if you're listening. Mm,
2: he's not though anymore. Damn yeah. in We've only what two seasons, and he's the points he's saved
1: have yeah. been immense. No one's won the Radio award back to back. Well, did. there is that. or the, twice even.
2: The mistakes he's made, probably on, on one hand, I, I would wager every goalkeeper makes mistakes. You know what? He's been, he's been brilliant for us, and then you know, I mean, Neil's just said it about Potts and and Doddy, You know. Disappointing they've gone, understandably why, you know, fine.
1: But it does give us an opportunity, you know, to to bring players in. And uh, just to say, spoilers, we will be hearing from Neil Reynolds uh, in a second or two. That interview has already happened, but by the magic of radio, you'll be hearing that in a second or two. (laughs) Uh, Neil's thoughts as we head into pre-season. What are your thoughts as we head into pre-season, Woodzo? Because we're veterans now of these pre-season commentaries. We are, and I'm very Um, wary of them. I mean, it's nice to be doing that at home. A home game to kick it yeah, off because yeah. normally it's, it's away somewhere it is. This, but it's, it's a tough test this one against um, league opposition in Barrow I mean what what you expect? Well, one of V tenants of course yes because um, that's the other thing we have to mention um, yeah. this is a, a bit of a North Manchester derby Barrow have always <laughs> been a club in recent years that have required uh, a more central location for player recruitment and that kind of thing and uh, well Barrow now called the base here yeah FC United's Broaders Park their their home during the week. So uh, welcome to them. Welcome to um, them. Yeah. B- but it is gonna to be tough this. It's, it's a good it's a good start from the from a from a, a footballing point of view. Maybe
2: not good from a score point of view. We don't know that, do we, obviously. You know, I, I heard Neil just saying then spoiler, spoiler alert, you know <laughs> I think he was joking, but keep it down to less than ten. <laughs> I mean <laughs> score doesn't matter on the on certainly on the first day of pre season. Maybe on the last pre-season you want to be improving as you go along. First one, doesn't really matter. Uh a lot of new players to come in. I can see one or two down here who, who aren't playing, who, who, you know, I can see uh, Dante, Van R- Wyke. M- It'll be interesting to see how, how all these players come in. I watched that interview, I don't know if you've, if you've seen it, the, the, the club that was on YouTube with Neil a week, about a week and a half ago. It was very, very good. But interesting, that basically, you know, the budget's allowed us to have pretty much across the park two or three players in each position, which is what we need because that should get rid of the... Oh Lord, he's injured, he's suspended, we need to go and get a lone E from somewhere. Of course, so. we,
1: we know that over the course of a season, it's very difficult to keep
3: oh, the to keep
2: them, absolutely. One
1: thing that we have to get to this pre-season is a team in mid-August that's going to get us to at least December. Yeah, had it. And then, had, then, then you we don't you want what we had last year, where essentially we're, we're getting to October <laughs> and we're going, Oh, maybe maybe this isn't going to work.
2: Yeah, nah, yeah, I get that, I get that. That's um, the key, isn't That's it, the key. Well, I mean, maybe our budget, you know, you know, we don't like talking about money, but maybe we can keep hold of players who, aren't playing, who, who are not who second and, and, and then have to fight for the shirts more than in the past. I don't know. That's how, how it plays out. That's how it, how it is at the moment, and it's it's good as it stands at this second because a competitive squad means players can't rest on laurels. They can't, well, oh, I'll play next week. It doesn't matter. You've got to be on top of your game every week. And that's what we need. There's going to be some tough, you know, we've seen, we know Macclesfield. Radcliffe. Radcliffe have have been spending a lot of money. So, it's not going to be an easy season. We were not a million miles off the playoffs last year. We know, you know, there's varying reasons why we we were... not quite there. Is there any reason why, why at this moment in time, I'm well, going to say, you no, know, we, we
1: should be up there, absolutely. We're in a very good position this year of knowing, and we said this in the end of season review, of knowing where we slipped up. Yes. We can pinpoint these are the games where we slipped up. Yeah, and, and, people, and these are the
2: circumstances. People, people threw three points minus. It's not three points minus that cost us, it's losing twice over Coles. It's losing to Liversidge after you've beaten them four. Yeah. At their place, you know, forget the trophy game. You know, they come and win here. I think I pinpointed twenty-one points where yeah. I go. That's a win. And we lost them
1: seven games. Now it's, it's crucial then, and as we said, um, and we'll speak to Neil about it shortly. I mean, um, recruitment-wise, there's good quality players. I mean, Elliot Morris from SCAM. Very good reputation from people who've, yeah. p- who've watched step four football. Yeah, they've gone. That's that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll say it to Neil, but that, that's got the hallmarks of Brian, who knows that level yes. very, very well. Who's yes. gone right? That's that's a player there who, who's going to be very good at this level. Who's yeah. a hidden gem. I mean, we mentioned well. on the internet about the uh, fellow from Coles, Fitz Martin. Fitz Martin, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't just sign him because he scored that goal. Well, no, because he's got a thing on YouTube and he scored a lot of goals last year and. You know Was that Bolton as well he a, I think he, sco- he either scored Or he set up the, One of the first goals On the first day of the season The header yeah. I don't know if he, he scored that goal Paul probably knows that one We're not just going to sign somebody Because he scored a free kick against And a 1-0 win We're going to sign somebody who, Who's going to Actually you know what He stands out alright him. So as he stands now Before the game kicks off I agree with you It's looking good We've, we've recruited early We've recruited Well On paper well
1: we've, We hope
2: We hope We've got players who, are, who I can see are not playing today Who to come in There's Wollaton Gabadon like I uh, Palinkas, Van White, who are either they've been injured or Neil said they, 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 they've not trained much because they've been injured the proof will be from August 12th in the pudding it,
1: I didn't want to say it you see as it were uh, obviously this is the first pre-season uh, special of this club is my club uh, Barrow today we're, we're going to be bringing your commentary as well on Tuesday for Alter금 we're making the trip down to London for the Clapson double header as well so next, next week yeah. um, so um, we're, yeah. day out. we're off from running and um, Woods our big thank you for joining us no before the match and now let's hand over to FC United manager Neil Reynolds who I caught up with earlier well Neil a big thank you for joining us uh, first things first had a, had a nice it's uh, only been a couple of weeks actually ah. since the San Siro so how's, how's it been the last couple of weeks busy, so.
0: busy but eventful and, and refreshing you know new lads coming in departures going out it's been brilliant you know and it's been great to have the lads back in training this week it's great to be back at Broadhurst Park. So you know well, there's a real spring in our step, and we're looking forward to it. Uh,
1: you, it was obviously a, a bit of a build-up into the Phoenix Trophy final. You'd, you'd already said at Gainsborough pretty much at the end of last season that you were going into that final with last year's squad, but you had a, a, in the back of your mind, yeah. you know, you had players coming in. It was going to be a bit of an overlap, but you were going to go with that initial squad in Milan. Um Has everything gone tickety boo then towards yep, absolutely. this for this yeah. handover?
0: Everyone knew, you know, Doddy and Pottsy was no surprise we went on Charlie LC Stagdo, the conversation's already been taking place. Dan Lavakam and a couple of departures that have gone out, you know, Sandro De Costa who's potentially joining the football league side, uh, he's gonna do well. So we, we had lots of we had lots our deals were done and the lads behind the scenes, every single one of them's come to fruition, even the goalkeeper from Fleetwood, due to uh, even the social media collapse on Instagram, uh, Steve is joining us. So that's confirmed. Yeah, he's so, done. He's done. <laughs> has, has everyone who's got an
1: Instagram account been informed Yeah, I don't know. Well? I don't know, but he's oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and,
0: and without putting too much pressure, I'll say we've swam the channel. Uh, to get Steve McMullen is, is an unbelievable coup. And I know people will be worried about Dan Leverkusen. My message, don't be worried. This kid is... This kid will be playing first team football Championship or Premier League he's that that good and he's already broken to Northern Ireland side so for us to get him is a a real coup massive thanks to Scott Brown he trusts what we do here Uh, he sent us Pat today the, the third choice you know Pat will always be here when Steve goes away on international duty so the keeper position's done it's amazing that we're at that stage where we've got a keeper who's actually on international duty. and that's it, <laughs> it's, it's a massive well done to not just me or the staff, but everybody else connected to the club that, that make these loan signings feel welcome the way they're doing. The work we've done with Fleetwood, Preston, Blackburn, Bolton, whoever you want to name it, they all send the players back because it's a professional environment. We do things right. We look after them. We challenge them. And when I spoke to Scott, first team manager, the only place he wanted him to come was here. You know, Even, even with Aston Villa being circulating on Sky Sports, who wanted him, it was FC United. So... Unless they get a, a, a ridiculous offer, Steve's going to be here all season.
1: Everything else with regards to the planning, uh, just before we get to the the other players who've, who've joined the squad, uh, just a mention
0: for Potts and Dodd. Um, wow. Unbelievable, <laughs> servants. unbelievable servants. That word legend, doesn't it? It gets thrown around, legends, and I'm not quite sure what it is. You know, who is a legend, who isn't a, a, a legend. But if you look at the FC United legends, the ones we played in the game, then Michael Potts and Adam Dodd have got to be up there, you know and let, let's take away Doddy's uh, illness what he had let's look at what he's done for the football club in four years let's look at what Michael's done since he joined us in the relegation season they've been true ambassadors to the football club and they're always welcome back here and I say to everyone Potsy and Doddy are mates to me best mates before they're even anything to do with football and, and I said to both of them listen they've got to the stage in the career where they're not going to command the first team shirt that day comes to everybody and I'm, I'm that honest with them they said well we can get say more money at Bamber Bridge I said listen go go and we'll see each other we'll go out for a pint we'll see each other but what they've done here I still hope that Doddy's song and Potsy's song ring round Broadhurst Park on a Saturday afternoon even when they're not here because they deserve that and they've been, they've been brilliant and they've set a, set a real example in that dressing room so yeah they'll be missed but I firmly believe in my management time I've had the better years. Now, uh, just to
1: say, then obviously uh, sending our best wishes to Adam and, and Mike, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up again uh, in the in the coming season. Obviously, um, but players coming in, there's been a, a couple of signings where I've gone. That's Brian. That I can, I can see his work already. Uh,
0: I mean, how how's how's it gone shaping so, the squad? So Brian is the door opener and I'm the door closer. And that's what what we want. And if people ever want to know what a director of football does or a sporting director, it's it's the analysis side. It's the it's the Things that people don't see. It's the work behind the scenes. It's opening that door. It's telling them about FC United, but eventually they're not going to sign if they don't meet the manager and they're not going to get the deal. So Brian's been brilliant at opening every door. And every door he's opened, we've closed everyone successfully. And we're hoping that the other door's been opened today that we're going to close. It's a number nine. Uh, who's here today watching the game but Brian has worked so hard I mean he went two weeks on holiday with Lynn Paul Lynn you know she didn't see him because I'm on the phone to Brian four or five times a day with another door's open can you meet me at the ground and and away we're going nothing to do with age Brian's 72 what mind me saying it but you think he's 42 32 he's got that much energy but he's he's his vision and his his uh his knowledge around players is great but it's also what we do here and Brian sells that here he's 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 fully committed to FC United and He's always had a good eye for players, but he, he was really, he was really uh, careful with his selection process. And he spoke to me about it, and I said, "We wanted this, we wanted that, we wanted the other." And he's gone out and, and opened them doors, and we've closed them. And you know, between me, Brian, the player, or me, Brian, the player, and the player's agent, whatever it will be, the, the deals have been done. And you know, I, I have said a thank you to Tim the other day on the, on the media about the work that's gone on behind the scenes here to increase the playing budget slightly, just to open that door to get these players over the line because players are now coming from higher levels of football or deserving that money that they're going to get and we've signed and we've used our budget really well so everything that's gone on behind the scenes from the work of the board to the work of the you know the members, the volunteers, whoever it is we've got that budget and hopefully we can we can make it, we can make a real onslaught onto the league now.
1: Now obviously it's very early days first pre-season friendly hasn't even got underway yet, I mean what are you after in these initial salvos, if you will, for for these for this pre seasons well, especially today against Barrow?
0: I've been my programme So I think, I, I think I've, I've come across that many teams that have lost every game in pre-season and then won 10 on the balance in the league, or they've won every game in pre-season and then haven't won till October. For us, it's a new group, with nine new signings. We've done a lot of work in training on our shape and our set pieces. It's encouraging them to make mistakes today, getting to know each other, looking at how we play. The score's irrelevant to me. You could be 10 0 I don't care what it is. For me, the coaching staff are looking at how many times we get our full backs, how many times we, we build the play, how many times we defend our zone mark, how many times we get in the final third. And then we build up because we're not, no disrespect to know the Premier League. We're not going to come back on sides like Barrow. Uh, and we've seen last time we go come against Barrow at the trophy, they put seven past us. And if they put seven past us today, well done. But I don't think they will. I think we'll be competitive. I think we've got some good players in there. Uh, but it's just more about us getting to know each other and, and people embedding and, and, and enjoying the ride because we're here to enjoy it we're here to get ready for the 12th of August and uh, just
1: a uh, uh, just a final question um, as it's pre-season it's a tough gig for the commentary team how many trialists are playing today if, if any uh, the, you've right? got one trialist one trialist today, that's yeah, good yeah, just yeah. one is fine when just you one. get five it's yeah, too
0: much no no we've we pretty much <laughs> done our business uh, no sorry two two two, two sorry two uh, what, what I will say, is, can we just get the excuses out of the way? Yeah, the pitch has Yeah, let's go for it. So yeah. I'll give something to talk about now. This is the best excuse ever. So every pitch we go to last season, on average, is around about 110 yards, 55 one or 55 the other. Ours, for some reason, was about 128 last season. And every time the play broke down, people said, why do we concede? There was that much room on the pitch. that You couldn't get close to the ball. People love coming here. But if you look away from home, our away record was great. Well, goals against Colm great, so I encourage the, the board, the ground staff, can we bring it in? It's still too big, it's still standing at uh, 116, and I want it to be 110, but, you know, this pitch will get better now. The ground staff have got onto it late because of the games in the back of the last season, it looks brilliant. It does. But I spoke to Andy, it'll get greener, it'll thicken up, the, the sand stripes that you see will go, uh, and, and it's going to be great. And hopefully, you know, we protect the goal, match, we do our warm-ups off the, off the pitch, our run-in. Uh, and, and it's going to be good so yeah we've shortened the pitch it'll give people something to talk about and you know I'm sure it will That's it? really yeah. interesting but, but no just a welcome back to everyone Ben and we, we, we can't wait you know and I know pre-seasons are not as much pressure as, as the league but you know we're, we're, we're excited by this group and, and hopefully they, they can go on and have a really good season Well, Neil, big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, all the best this afternoon. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Well, good afternoon,
1: everyone, and welcome back to FC Live, brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. And welcome to pre-season. What year are we in, Paul? Now
3: 2023? There's been some comings and goings this summer, but Ben and Paul are still around.
1: That's right. We're still here, everybody. And uh, we're here for pre-season 2023-24. And it all kicks off this afternoon here in North Manchester's FC United take on Barrow AFC and uh, we played Barrow quite a few times over the years well
3: a couple certainly competitively two very uh, contrasting meetings one in the FA Cup which we won when they were nationally and we were where we are now and then of course there was the hammering at Barrow we took in the FA Trophy which it was a massive achievement to get to that stage to be honest and uh, Barrow showed that they were a league club in the making then. And um, this is now their third season in the league. Yeah, and uh, they're, they're actually based here now.
1: So it's a bit, of a bit of a derby really in a kind of a weird way.
3: Well, I'm sure some <laughs> of their younger players will be very used to playing in Moston now because they do spend some of their time here. So uh, it's going to be an interesting opening friendly. And like everyone says about friendlies, it's not about the results. It's about knitting together a team. And, yes. Uh, that's the real aim for the manager now on Mondays
1: this club is my club um, we've, we've got a pre-match interview with Neil obviously we're going to have a post-match interview with Neil as well um, but we have a, a little chat uh, about the departures uh, obviously Michael Potts Adam Dodd uh, Dan Lavercombe sending our best um, but but what servants of the club all, that they've been over the years
3: excellent yes I, I mean I think that um, you need those core of players to stick around and knit the rest together and um, they'll be sadly missed but we, we understand why they're going and uh, it, it, there's an excitement about the new players uh, at this stage of the season, rather than the old, I think. And uh, some of those
1: players uh, feature today. Uh, Jay Fitzmartin uh, starts, as does Charlie Munro, and uh, Elliot Morris and Charlie Oliver. Um, all four decent
3: sign-ins I have to say. I think the two Southport sign-ins are very astute. Obviously, Martin we know well from Atherton Coles last season and elsewhere. Um, very exciting winger who likes to have pot shots. So yes, it is going to be in a very interesting, and we've we've got a, a standing goalkeeper as well. We should mention.
1: Yeah, for those people wondering, um, the goalkeeper has been signed, but Pat Bowles, who also plays for Fleetwood Town, um, is is in the squad for today, uh, to, just to pitch in, essentially chip in
3: uh, and help out. It's very nice of Fleetwood to uh, cooperate in that way. I think. Uh, some things remain the same though starting this afternoon Luke Griffiths uh, Curtis Jones
1: who's the captain uh, Max Kane, Michael Donahue um, I mean how important are those, because this is the thing about Neil's side over over the years it's more uh, evolution this squad it feels like this season, there's, there's still that bedrock there.
3: There's certainly four starters from last season um, and obviously we've got uh, another four on the bench to dip into and obviously it's going to be a game of it's not going to be a game of 11 players, this. In fact, Borough have already intimated that they've got a second-half team as well as a first-half team. So there's going to be multiple changes at the interval on their side and probably from our side as well.
1: Um, what are you expecting from pre-season, Paul?
3: Well, watching Borough train, uh, well, watching them warm up, I should say. Um, they're a very slick passing side, even in the warm-up. You can see that. I think we've, we may be chasing the game a little bit this afternoon but that's not a bad thing if it helps with the fitness levels Um, Barrow are obviously a full time league side, quite kind of ahead of us in fitness I would expect it's going to be a difficult afternoon but at the same time they're going to make a lot of changes so that might disrupt them.
1: Uh, Absolutely, FC United uh, and Barrow now joining us here in the stadium FC United wearing their yellow away kit this afternoon, Barrow wearing their customary blue and white a long throw from Barrow's left and it comes in towards the penalty area into the six yard box flicked on towards the back post and a good save there and uh, the opportunity was there for, for Ghana, and um, well saved Paul.
3: Yeah I do think he should have scored from there to be honest but uh, got of credit the keeper there for getting across and uh, getting the block in.
1: So about there, 20 minutes 0-0 the score Griffiths on the ball forward to Max Kane, Max Kane just inside the centre circle. Loses out. Griffiths loses out. And now Barrow looking to spring forward here with Garner. Garner's got support from Charles 22. Garner keeps going though. Then Charlie's 22 goes for goal. Shot comes in. Charged down well there by Curtis Jones. And now to he play? Here's Donahue winning the ball back. Good to there from Donahue. Out to the right-hand side to Kane. Who's onside. Crosses that ball in first time. Headed clear. But only as far as Kane. Who cushions it back to Zuck. Zuck. Square ball there to Morris. And uh, here's Morris on the ball, and Morris is brought down in the area, gets back on his feet, back to
3: Martin oh, Over the bar. That was a great opportunity for Fitz Martin from inside the box. And unfortunately, he's put it over the top. But good persistence there from FC.
1: Jed Garner to take this free kick on his left foot. We've had 39 minutes played here. And this is a real opportunity. For the cumbrians in it comes from garner a great free kick hits the underside of the bar and stays out well the let off that big let off canavan the skipper for the second half for, for barra on his left foot looks for the diagonal ball it's a great ball isn't it to find warren warren heads it back into the penalty area the ball comes and an effort there and a good header from bennett and a good save that's the best of all they've saved so far for this square to campbell Campbell was lining up a shot. It opts instead for Nubi on the left-hand side. Nube looking to beat his man. Crosses that ball in. There's McLaughlin. Cushioned header control there by Ennis, but not room to do that. Shot comes in. Good save there. Palms it onto the post. Down the line the ball goes. Cross comes in from Nubi. It's a good ball. Who's going to get to it? And uh, there on the back post, coming in was uh, Dick Warren.
3: Good finish coming in at the back.
1: Nobody picked him up. Here's Bennett now. Bennett crosses that ball in. Takes a deflection and finds its way to Travis 27. The ball's going to break here at the edge of the penalty area. Here's Warren again. Cross. Comes shot in off the post. And Warren gets himself a brace there, Paul. And uh, only he will know if that was meant. It looked like, with his body shape, he was going for a ball on the back post area. It transpired, though. It was a fantastic finish. In off the post. 2-0 now to Barra. And that is full time here at Broadhurst Park. And in the first pre season friendly of the summer, FC United suffered a defeat by two goals to nil against Barra Football League opposition. But Paul, plenty to be enthusiastic about from that uh, performance there, particularly in the first half. What we should mention is we've seen essentially two FC United teams and two Barrow teams this afternoon so there's only so much you can take from it but what we can say is it was 0-0 at half time and generally FC United performed pretty well
3: yeah I I think what we have to take into account is we started the match with seven newcomers that's a lot of new blood to put into a side and I think the first half we did quite well we we restricted Barrow to a limited number of goal attempts Um, we competed quite well I think the second half, Barrow showed they've got more all-round strength than we have, which is understandable. And their level of fitness is higher because they're full-time. And they fully deserve the win. But I don't think the result really matters. I think it's more about what we've got out on the pitch in terms of individuals. And I think we've, we've learnt a little bit more about some of the new faces this afternoon. Um, from a Barrow perspective, Tyrell Warren um, was the man who
1: scored uh, the, the goals, uh, two goals from the, the player playing on the right side. He was playing right back, then right wing on occasions. Um, but two well-worked goals, two almost identical goals, really, from the left to the right where he is, and it goes. Um, from an FC perspective, we've given Man of the Match to Charlie Oliver, the centre-back. Just to touch upon the defensive side, Jones and Oliver worked well in the, in the first half, I think Oliver Palinkas worked pretty well in, in the second half, but one of the things that's the same in both those halves is Charlie Oliver, I and mean, we have given him man of the match.
3: He's been impressive. He has. I think that Coulton looked look quite good in the first half at left-back. I think Munro did well in the midfield in the first half. It's a difficult one, though, when you've got patchwork assessment, isn't it, in, in a friendly, where you don't see a full 90 minutes. And uh, I think overall, FC, I, I think the manager will be Satisfied to a degree in terms of he's had a difficult match, which has done the players some good. It's no good winning sixteen nil against whoever, s- whoever. That doesn't really. I mean, it means that we know how to score goals, but it doesn't test us. And I think this was a good test, and it's the good. It's the kind of thing you need in friendlies. I don't think freewheeling against poor opposition is preparation for the Northern Premier League.
1: Just to mention uh, for, for Patwell, who's come in. And produced a series of of
3: brilliant saves. (laughs) And I think we have to say that um, we brought in a a, a keeper, an unknown keeper for for this afternoon. So the understanding between the back four and the keeper was non-existent pre-match. So we have to factor that in as well in in terms of the, the results. In that we've got a new keeper in for one game possibly. And he did very well. But... You can't really say that we've got a regular keeper and a regular back four playing. And I think we have to make allowance for that.
1: That was one of the uh, pleasing things about the f- the first half. You've got Curtis Jones out uh, wearing the captain's armband. He's next to Charlie Oliver. There's two full backs who, as you said, I mean, Coulton had, had a good half in particular in that first half at left back. But they played offside really well.
3: They did. They looked, I think we looked quite accomplished in the first half. Up to half time. It was a quite an even contest. But um, yeah... Um, I, I think there were, there were some promising signs in an opening game, and let's hope on Tuesday we might get a few more faces involved and a uh, different game time and a different challenge. But obviously, Altrincham not at the same level as uh, Barrow. But only just, they've, mm.
1: they've improved a, yeah. a lot um, since we played them last, which was when we were in the same league, I think. Yeah. Um, now, just to be preemptive to a maybe some listeners who are a bit concerned by the nil in the scoreline we are playing Barra but is that a concern Paul the fact that in this first pre-season friendly if I can be our top sport for a second is it a concern that we only had one shot and that was over
3: I think it'll be a little bit disappointing we didn't create more in the 90 minutes but given the fact that we used 19 players I think that partly explains it if we're saying we don't look like we've got a cutting edge at this point well it's, it's only the first game and I think we can't really create any kind of firm opinion on this until we have played all the friendlies. And um, what did you make
1: of Fitz Martin and Elliot Morris? Actually, I mean, a lot of people who, who've watched that full football went Elliot Morris. That's that's a good signing. I think. They, fi- I mean, Morris played 45 minutes. Yeah. Fitz Martin. I think. I think they got to grips with him in the second half. But what what did you make of their performances?
3: I think Fitz Martin tried a bit too hard at times to to impress. I think when he settles down, I think he's going to be a danger on the, on the flank. Plenty of pace, aren't he? Yes, I think if we use him in the right way, I think he could be a, a real asset in the, in, the, in the season. Like we mentioned, there's a few players we saw today for the first time, and you think to yourself, yes, they could be very useful acquisitions.
1: Yeah, and in particular, we, like we said, we gave Man of the Match to Charlie Oliver, uh, but uh, Charlie Munro I thought was very good in midfield with Luke Griffiths. That, that's certainly going to be a midfield with a bit of banked. Bit of if you throw Donahue in there, Donahue kind of swaps a, a little bit with, with Morris in that first half, but you, you get the impression that those three in midfield, they're, they're going to offer something next season um, if that is the midfield we go with.
3: Yeah, the, the, the manager has, has talked about having two players for every position. He's got a squad of 23, I think he said last week, um, and that's what he wants. He wants to be able to have a position where if somebody's injured or, or struggling... They don't have to play the next game. We've got that luxury of leaving them out and putting a fresh face in. And it's going to take time for the new faces to gel. Training is one thing, but playing matches is where the real understanding comes in. And, you know, we have to be patient during the summer, I think, and and give them time. One
1: thing is for sure, though, uh, before we go. um, If Curtis Jones had played the full 90 the way he played the first half... He would have been man of the match quite comfortably, I thought, which is very encouraging.
3: I feel if we'd kept the seven, same 11 on the pitch for 90 minutes, we may not have lost
1: which again opinion. which again is promising yeah. uh, thank you to Stato Paul uh, for joining us uh, just a reminder we'll be hearing from Paul again on Tuesday night, SC United taking on Altrincham here at Broadhurst Park get yourself down here, decent crowd here this afternoon uh, but if you can't make it we will have commentary here on SC Radio on North Manchester 106.6 FM and the game will of course be streamed live on Speedio as well for those of you who like moving pictures. but it's now time to welcome SC United manager Neil Reynolds Hello. Hi, Ben. How how was that? That's uh, getting pre-season underway with four different teams, essentially, uh, we watched this afternoon. We put two from each side. What have you taken from it?
0: Good to be back. Uh, Super impressed with large parts of the game. You know, I think the first half, uh, we were excellent. I thought we controlled it. I think we gave them a a real good challenge. I think the last 20 minutes, you've seen the difference between a full-time side training and a part-time side training. I think we ran out of gas with 20 minutes to go. And they scored the two goals, you know, whether or not we didn't get the press right. But it's a brand new side, brand new side, getting to know each other. That's our fourth session, you know, week last Wednesday, the induction evening. We went, you tend your new teammates. And to come that far in, in 10 days is really, really, really uh, pleasing.
1: Um, I'll come to, um, well, well, we might as well start with everyone in the team, really, and start with number one. Wow. If anyone for Fleetwood watch this, they're, they're going to be impressed with him, yeah. with what he's done today.
0: So, so Pat's going to be, it's not going to be last we're going to see a Pat, so Pat's going to be here when Stephen can't be here, and that's been the guarantee, so if Stephen goes away on Northern Ireland duty, uh, then, then Pat will be in, so that's that's a really good replacement uh, for Stephen, I think fans will, will be super impressed uh, when Stephen comes in, but, but like you said, really impressed with Pat today.
1: The back four, in the first half, the offside trap, considering like as you touched upon here they've, they've not had much time together that offside trap mm. was very effective and that must be pleasing because I know that's what Jones mm. likes to do well, we, but we, here he's got three players who, who do it f- with him
0: we worked on it on Thursday night you know the high line press I think you get Charlie Oliver alongside him. who's been schooled through Manchester City you can see that Curtis you've got the young Lewis Coulton who's just come out of Press in North End as a as a pro and then and then at right back Pav, you know, he, he was on trial he, he did really well, but you know, in terms of our right back options, Pav, Ethan Vaughan, Alex Woolerton, you know, check coming in second half. But as a back line, you know, really, really impressed with him.
1: Um, we gave man of the match to, to Charlie Oliver. If Curtis Jones had played the full nine so <laughs> the way he was playing in the first half, he was I think the pair of them were very good. And if you fair. got
0: if you got like a I don't know, a spy in my dressing room. I've just got a dressing room <laughs> and said, listen, man of the match today is Charlie Oliver, well done. And you just said <laughs> the same thing. I thought he was colossal. I thought You know, he's coming as a right back, but you know maybe playing the way that he wanted to play, and obviously, they didn't play that way at Southport. He was back to front as quick as you can. He might have suited that right back role. I think with us, we like to get our full backs out, and Charlie's going to now play in centre half. You can see him, you know, six foot, six foot one, you know, good in the air, good on the ball. And I think, you know, him, Yam, him, Curtis, you know, we're trying to get a left sided of centre off over the line tonight. You know, the four of them will be will complement each other, so I think that's what you're going to see him play this season.
1: Midfielder, um, I think you switched <clears> here <throat> and Morris at, at times in that first half, but. Griffiths and Monroe, considering the playing against do the playing against that first half, weren't too
0: shabby? No, they're exciting. They're really good. They complement each other. I think both 25, both good size, both good on the ball, both like to break forward. I think, uh, you know, when you when you throw into the mix, Donners and, and Ennis, I think Ennis did well in the second half. I think you, you've got a real good mix. I think Donners, we just changed Donners to get him on the ball, I think, against... Lesser opposition, Donaghy gets on the ball more. But in, you know, better opposition, they just screen Donald So we just shifted him out wide to get Elliot in, and, and it seemed to work. We got some good, good movement, and you know, we nearly scored through Jay Fitzmartin.
1: What about Fitzmartin? I mean, there's. <laughs> um there's, there's um, a bit of a spark there on occasions in that
0: game from him. He's, he's I mean, he tired last 20 minutes, his first 90 since, you know, back into the season. But you can see the way he travelled with the ball, second half, first half, he's, he's going to be really exciting. You put him one side, you put Dante Gavin on the other side, you put Elliot Morris, you put Donners into the 10 and, you know, we've, we've had a new number nine here today. So there's loads of options. You, it's going to be exciting. And Jay, I think Jay's going to light it up and he's going to score goals and he's going to become a fan's favourite.
1: Uh, speaking of those number nines, obviously, Matt's came difficult challenge, really, considering who he's playing against. and The same for Van Wyke in the, in the second half. But you are playing against the Football League side. It's the first pre-season friendly, but... Is, that, is there an element of, oh, we could, we could have created more chances? Yeah. If they,
0: they've both, listen, I'm not going to tell you any different than what I tell them. They, they know they've got learning points. You know, the young lads have got learning points. One of them is securing the ball when it comes into them. If it bounces off them, our play breaks down straight away. And I think we were so fortunate to have Regan Linney when Regan could turn and spin and get at people or it would stick with him. But don't forget Regan that was like 10 years of practice until he turned 26. And these lads are like 19, 20, 21. So there's a long way to go. You know, I'm really pleased with the two nines. They've both got goals in them as well. See Max finished the season with 18-10 and, and, and Van Wyk scores in the San Siro. So, but that, that's a really good challenge for him. And Van Wyk just come up to me. He said, listen, Gaff, I've got to secure the ball better. And I said, yeah, of course you have. But you work great and everything else was good. So, and you're not going to play against Barrow every week.
1: Well, next up is <laughs> Um How do you go from... This to Altringham. I mean is it the next it's the next training session I'm assuming? This, this is. is
0: a training session. I just said to the lads then when we had the little huddle, you know, I don't miss anything and I always I have a saying that you can have a bad time on the ball, you can never have a bad time off the ball. And off the ball, especially in the last twenty minutes when you're playing against full time sides is when you've got to drop a gear and you've got to keep working and dig digging deep. Altringham are no different. I went to watch Altringham last season against against Oldham, they're a fit side, they're a full time side. Obviously it's a return of Regan, but for us it's it's another training exercise and it's another way in seventy two hours to get the rubbish out of our legs from today and, and go again and you know, then we'll get in Thursday and then we we'll get to collapsed and so each game's a training session but I think you can I think the, the, the early signs are there that you can see little sparks, little pockets and, and come what, another four or five weeks' time when the, when the first game of the season. I think we'll be... I think we're raring to go and I think we'll we'll do OK.
1: And, and one final uh, question just about... Because um, I, I was surprised when I got here at half one. There was people parking up on the lightbound road. Decent attendance, for the first pre-season run of the summer, that's Brilliant. for sure.
0: And, and, and listen, people have told me that pre-season games aren't that well attended at Broadhurst Park in the past and, and, I, and, and I have noticed that myself today. was was incredible. You know, obviously it's not going to be the the you know, same crowd as the first game of the season because people have got holidays people have got family time people are saving the pennies for other things but the people who've come out today have given a really good account and you know the, the lads have just come in they're buzzing you know, and, they, and it was a little bit daunting you know them young lads have just did they go and shake their hands did they not and, and again it's a new dorm. we've got to get them used to showing that connection that we are a, a, you know, a club that's all together as one and we go and shake the fans hands and we celebrate together win lose a draw they'll get that you know and I think they were a little bit apprehensive today when I am trying to shove them in Charlie and it's obviously just went but you know that's, that's, that's a learning curve that we, we've, we've purposely signed younger lads this season you know so you haven't got that kind of mentality of Potts and Dodd but we're going to develop them and they're going to be real good players for FC United and I'm looking forward to working with them so roll on Tuesday now
1: great stuff well Neil big thank you for joining us uh, so quickly after the final whistle and uh, yeah we'll catch up again on Tuesday brilliant cheers Ben thank you very much cheers Uh, Neil Reynolds there joining us uh, post-match and uh, well that's it for FC Live for Saturday afternoon we will be back on Tuesday with uh, another FC Live as FC United take on Altrincham so so join us for that one Uh, but uh, big thank you to Stato Paul big thank you to Woodso big thank you to Neil Reynolds but uh, we're going to go now Uh, Enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, you'll be here from us again very soon. You take care. Bye-bye.
2: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.